See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Let's kick the tires and light the fires. Yeehaw! Top Gun. No, that isn't what this is. I never saw that movie, Top Gun. Nor do I want to. Well, it's kind of a classic Americana dumbness. I don't know. Before I really started hating Tom Cruise, which was right after, soon (laughs) after. Anyway, I I shouldn't hate him, but I do. Um, I hate that he took over the sci-fi genre. I, I don't need him in sci-fi. I, he took over Scientology too, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's another. That's another podcast. For another show, yeah. For us. <laughs> really big shoe. Anyway, this is Slow Robot a Go Go, show two seventeen. My name's Mao. With me, as usually, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown, and this is the podcast dedicated to B through Z grade movies and other shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Like that light-hearted hearted jaunt into movie culture just before this. Huh? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Wow. Words. Yeah. Ah, so, uh, what, what, what did you watch this week, Dr. Morbius? Well, I half, I half watched something, so I'll consider it like a, like okay. a half. It's so just a half point. talk about it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was going through my videotapes, and again, i got to get rid of a bunch of stuff, so... I found, like, uh, they recorded, I think it's part one. I'm pretty sure it's part one of the Beatles anthology off of local oh, television. Cool, yeah. What's really funny about it is, is that, like, I'm watching it, and at the beginning of it, there's an advertisement for uh, some, some it's a it's a local that's a local thing for it's a one eight hundred couples no thing. no it no. was like are you feeling lonely tonight you should call no those are on the other still I'm they, really hot and want to talk to you yeah one eight hundred my you know one eight hundred like <laughs> credit card fraud yeah kind of like <laughs> the movies that we watched this week oh my god anyway anyway um basically there was like a, a it was like whatever you want to call it a political commercial for the state of Florida but it was like. It, but Bill Clinton was the president, and that's how old this video nice. tape is. That's awesome. There's like you see, like stop President Clinton from passing this bill, and you see Clinton, and then you see Newt Gingrich and Bob Dole, and I'm like, oh my God, like, this tape is. It was from the '90s. Or like, the 90s. oh, I forgot those people were things. You know, I often get the. Um, it was weird. Yeah, it is weird. How, did you like? The, was the anthology good? I know I have the music from it. Here's the problem with and the, Beatles. The discs. You know. Here's the problem. The problem with Beatles, quote unquote. Yeah, it is good. It's really good. On the other hand, they are so like ingrained in our like DNA that anything they say about them, ninety for me anyway, ninety five percent I knew already. So it's yeah. nothing new. It's amazing. It how, is amazing. How in our culture yes. they are, and even to some degree yes. Elvis. Which you just don't realize it, and you're like, oh, that song, oh, and that song, and that. oh, yep, yep, okay, I knew every song on ten different albums. But I, but and you're I like, think the Beatles were more like really like, because it's like the story. The Elvis story is okay. He came, you know, humble shit kicker, yeah, gets he big came and, in, yeah. you know, got whatever. But the Beatles, it's like all this drama and tragedy. His mother died. He got killed. This happened. McCartney's still around, playing a hundred concerts a year. You know, these guys are still like. You know, they're still doing tributes to him, Grammy <laughs> Ringo things. is pitching Skechers shoes, you know. Yeah, you know, so it's like I watch this and I go, well, maybe this was news, maybe this was, but it's like, you know, it's from 90, 
four or five or something. I don't uh, know. Sometimes but... you watch this stuff and you're like, oh my god, you know? Yeah. Like and and uh, the same thing. I I I yeah. always get the um the mystery science theaters on digital. I download them. You know, I have them on uh, flash drive. I lost them. I had to go out and get them all again, which was very easy. Um, they're always cleaned, but every now and then you find one that has the commercial still in it. And it's so like crazy, I, and you watch them, and you're like, "Wow!" Now that you, you mentioned know? that, I actually brought you one because here's what I did. I was going through again videotapes, and I see a videotape that says "MST Teenage Strangler." So I must have recorded it off of Comedy Central. Nice. So I, I burned it, and then I took the burn and I ripped it on the computer, so I have MST from local comedy. It might have even been the one now down here. I don't it was know if from it was Miami, a, Miami. I don't know if it was from if it was everywhere, but I know they didn't do it most places. They had. Uh, Michael J. Nelson, in like pretending he was like that bald guy, and he that, and he, that, he went through was the interludes. That was a different. That okay. This is a real MST with the intro at the beginning and yeah. the whole. Well, show. no, no, no. I mean, those what, are two. What that thing was when he was pretending to be um, this like uh, guy. Forgot what his name was. He was a host of like a, a yeah, like an art show. And or they, something. they would do them in two parts. Yep, and this that's is part one. And yeah. a lot of them that I had on tape were those. Now, you still it, have them? No, no, long ago. But uh, and those were like those. That, that was the tape over a tape over a tape. But um, uh, yeah, because he and he would do the intros and outros, and it was it was a real MST. They just had to cut them. Yeah. So he just reached out and he's like, "Wasn't that great?" And yeah, he was yeah, doing yeah. Those, and it was actually very funny. That those was were, funny. Those I actually thought those were, were some some really prime. Uh, spots, no, this is you know? the one with the song and the whole thing. Oh, that's great. All, all right. Yards. But yeah, thanks. So I ripped it for you. I figured, yeah, maybe you'll, you you were saying you were you you lost some of them. So all you, of them. You're looking for but, some, so here's one. And you know what? I bought I bought a lot of them too. I have them in box set, but it's just. I literally, I, I just have them on a flash drive, you know, like all of them, and I just put them in and watch them, you know. Yeah. So, um, all right. Here's, here's the thing, uh, the, the thing I think about Elvis, though. Mm. He was the king, obviously. Mm. He was, uh, he was the first big rock and roll star or whatever in a way. But to me, he's more of an influence as to other people, you know what I mean? Uh. It's kind of weird to say that, you know. It's almost like he seems to me from a different generation than even mine. However, you know, as far oh, as old yeah, as I yeah, am, yeah. you know. So he's kind of like in the Chuck Berry, you know, Little Richard influence things as opposed to like guys, people like me, baby boomers, even though Elvis was baby boomer, we're more like the rock group no, he was old for baby yeah he was old for that he was an influ- he was the influence for everybody yeah, and know? that's what, and and i i always kind of thought of him now i am not a super elvis fan i like his i like some of his music I do you like know, his stuff. that's not my genre of music but i like his music i mean it's good you know and a lot of those uh when you listen to like the million dollar quartet and stuff like that it's solid good music you know you can't say anything bad about it i almost kind of think that elvis was like one of those guys where he like he like showed people, look, you don't have to be blues or rock or whatever. He kind of melded together, and 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 now there was other guys doing that as sure, well too. Sure. Uh, you know, you, I I wouldn't call Johnny Cash country. I mean, he is, but he did a lot of stuff. He did you know? rockabilly. He made rockabilly. He did he did uh, 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 hymns and church yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I I've gone on record numerous times saying he was more punk than most punk rock. No, you know, when, when you when you watch him talking his his mannerisms and stuff, he was harder than. Most punk bands in I've a, seen in a, in a lot of ways, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, I think Elvis. I'm sorry to cut you off. Elvis just kind of like broke through different molds, and people were like, "Yeah, you can do that. You can 
you know, be more than just white guys. The other thing him. about Elvis too is that like it, all the people that are like you know were influenced by him more so really only cite maybe the first few records that he did, and then after that, after he came back from the army, it was mm. like showbiz. Elvis. Grind them out, and and that's that's he, fine. I like that. Too. He seemed comfortable in that. He uh, yeah, d- he, he did. He, I think he really embraced and liked that like the movies i know he loved the movies but i mean even like his shows became kind of a movie with all the wardrobes yeah. and stuff like that it wasn't like just some dude coming out there and grinding it out for a set and then that's it you know he was very fabulous and grandiose you know all yeah right. so anyway what did you watch slow movie slow music a go-go for pretty much yeah, yeah. Well, we don't do a bunch of doors anymore i know so, so oh uh, i fell i finally fell deep into the uh bo- into the bond hole but uh First, I watched a Tim Burton a movie called Nine. It was like a little ragdoll Is it animated? Story. Animated, yeah. It was good. I liked it. Um, I wasn't sure how it would hold up, because I think it was from the early 2000s. Never heard of it. No, it was, but it was... I think it was... No, maybe it was 2009. Did no, you ever see, did you ever see the Tim ago. Burton movie that he did about the artists? No. He did a movie a few years ago. i never seen it. But about in the sixties, they had this artist that became famous for drawing these little like kids with big sad eyes or whatever. Right, I've seen that. Yeah. And the deal was that he was taking the credit for it. And everybody goes, "Oh, those are," but it was really his wife who was painting. I mean, he was kind of like, <laughs> so that's what the whole movie's about. You never oh saw that God, one. Okay, no. I have to check that one. Out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so nine was good. And then, like I said, I just ramped right into the. I just was one after the other with the Bond. I watched Thunderball. Mm-hmm. Then I watched You Only Live Twice. Then, uh, oh, then I watched one called, this is totally different, this is The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. Hmm. Now. Wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. Jake the Snake Roberts was obviously from the, uh, from the 80s, you know, he was very, uh, he was a good character, he told a good story in the ring, he was flamboyant, you know, he was kind of crazy. So they showed him, and he's, he's dying, you know, he was a raging alcoholic, lots of drug problems, lots of problems problems. And what happened was, um... Diamond Dallas Page, who has this inspirational yoga program, took him and Scott Hall and a bunch of other guys into the... Like, he bought a house in Atlanta, and he, like... He saved them? He, yeah, he did. And they were both, like, now, like, a year or two years later, they're both now, like, on the right path. And, and like, and they stayed sober, and they're healthy... And when you see him going in, you're like, oh my god, this guy ain't going to make it. And then they came out and they were like, actually, now they're not like, they don't look like Superman. These are old, haggard wrestlers. But oh, it was an interesting, it was neat because it wasn't like the usual train wreck, what you think. I'm surprised those guys last past 50 because all the stuff that happens to them. <laughs> in right? and out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> so, then right back into it, then I watched uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. That's the one without, that's the one without Connor. Yeah. Right? Uh, Diamonds Are Forever and Live and Let Die. So, I've, I've, I'm Ooh, too, you already went to Roger Moe. Yeah, I'm, I, yep, yep. And, um... So, which are your favorites? Oh, that's what I was just wondering. I was just kind of thinking that. I like the first one. Dr. No. Dr. No, in that it was... It was almost... It Basic. didn't know what it was going to be yet, you know. Um, and and kind of... Whenever you go back to the start of something, it's pretty neat. Because it hasn't gotten bloated and weighed down and too much of ego and money and other crap, you mm. know. And it's a solid... These all are solid movies. No matter... Even the ones I was like, well, that one was just boring or whatever. 
they are they're written these have scripts these have production values like there's nothing wrong with any of these you know um thunderball was cool i thought that was an interesting one uh well we'll see i mean i'm I'm kind of going through them of course you picked the one in tokyo isn't that well, Thunderball? Mm, no, no. Or is it no, You Only Live Twice? Yeah, You Only Live Twice. Yeah, I you figured that would have been... Uh, to me, it's like Goldfinger is the archetype of all spy movies. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's, that's the perfect meld of early Bond and gadgetry and all the other yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm trying to think of like picking out... that You can pick out scenes from every movie that were like iconic and cool and neat, you know, and interesting stuff. And, and you know, we were, I was talking to somebody about it, and I was mentioning, you know, you know, we were talking before, you said, you didn't realize how misogynistic some of these movies were, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and we were talking about it, I go, do you really consider them? And we go, and he said, I think the, the, the better word is chauvinist. Yes. Yeah, and chauvinist yeah. is a better word. <laughs> and look, I, again, no, I, no, I, no, because we were talking about it, like, and I'm like, do you really think these movies hate women? I go, no, they just treat them as like you know objects. Things, so they're chauvinist. a thing. Get over here, thing. It's time to service yeah, me. Bring you me know. My, uh, yeah. <laughs> Service me. <laughs> and then in reality, don't we all get treated like things anyway? We, all, we are all things, then we're yeah, dead. Yeah. But it was... Uh, and all things must pass. Yeah, they, they usually do. Says George Harrison. It was... Uh, I have that record. Uh, it it's was a record. It was... Um, they're fun. I, I, I don't... And you know what? I, the thing is, I don't deep dive into this um, geopolitical things and what are they saying and, oh, this is a allegory for the, the rich... Over oh, the, yeah, over the, yeah. That's all. Just, just. I'm always. Just, it was just Cold shut War up. stuff. It was the middle of the it's Russians versus the Americans. Fun movie. They're well, funny, that was what the cool sp- movies, but that was what know? the spy stuff was. That was when the Cold War and Kennedy and all that stuff oh, was happening. Yeah. So it's a sense of the times. It's but of the again, times it's again, fun. back in the that era, there like it, Britain was killing man. They were taking over with Bond and the Beatles and all that stuff. They were. It was their like hijacking our culture. You know, you know and, and it lasted longer than... It, and you it remember, was good, too. Remember when the the Australia was? No. Oi, I mean, oi. Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, Crocodile Dundee and, that, at work and the battery and guy. But it, there, there's only like 20 minutes. It was it was like... What a about di- Yahoo Serious? Did he, uh, <laughs> it did he like add to it? One year, Australia got it. And then they were Bennett like, oh, work, no, no, we were just yeah. kidding. Go away now. Uh, and Split then, ends. <laughs> Yes, all that crowded house. Even though they're New Zealand, but uh, you know, uh, whatever. So wait, they're due for a comeback, man. Let come on, pick it up, Australia. Let's 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 bring back the, the yeah, bring back that battery guy, that, that yeah. energizer battery guy with the little puffy hair that looks yeah. like the boss. Yeah, come on, and you know who you are. Pick it up. <laughs> you know who you are. That listens to our show. That's awesome. Yeah, Dan, our buddy, Danny P. Danny P, man. When's, Austra- lead, when's, when's lead the Aussies the, making the No, comeback? Danny P's got to lead the Australian uh, does, re- revolution. revolution, man. He Viva does. la Resil. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Enough, of vista. <laughs> Enough of this crap. Let's go to some trailer breaks. And then when we come back, we're going to... We we did a uh, crisscross. We, we, we each watched oh, each other's oh, movies. Yeah, I did want to say one thing. I did watch... It was very interesting. I did watch a... Um, I watch Carson every night, the repeats, mm. and you can probably get, you can get it on your channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Schwarzenegger was on from the eighty. It was really oh, interesting. I think I recorded it too. I'm not oh, yeah. sure. I think I did because he's talking about like. But here's the interesting thing. He's talking about he had just done Raw Deal with Jim Belushi. I love Raw. And he Deal. goes, yeah, I'm making a movie with Danny DeVito called Twins. 
And then and then he said, oh, God, I forgot what it was. He says, oh, yeah. And he goes, and then after that, we're making a movie about the another woman called Sergeant Rock. And Sergeant Rock is a comic book character. That never got made. No. And I wonder what the hell happened. He's, he's going, oh, we're doing a war movie, like World War II. It's called Sergeant Rock. And I'm going to be Sergeant Rock. And I go, oh, God, I remember them talking about that. But they never did it. No. That would have been interesting. Oh, I bet you. It's funny watching these shows. And he would have killed it. Uh, Back then, yeah, he was young. 80s and 90s, Schwarzenegger, he was really, like, dedicated, and, like, he really threw himself into everything, you know. And you see him, he's really young looking, as opposed to now, where all the work done and all that. Oh, yeah. He looks like a statue now, kind of. Pretty much, yeah. But anyway, that that would be a man. That's awesome, yeah. And he always had, like, the fun, and one of the interesting things about him is he's always had these, like, these aspirations, like... He always wanted to be in politics. He always wanted to do... Like, he's kind of done everything he's written out for himself. He just kind of does it. And it's... You're like, well, that, that must be nice, you know. He, well, you know... He has whatever. a lot of drive, man. He has a lot of yeah, dedication. Yeah, driven, you know. So, all right. Well, here's some trailers, and when we come back, it's movie time. We didn't crawl out from under no rocks. We didn't have no tails. We didn't come from monkeys. You atheistic pinko meter. <laughs> Motion picture about the most fearless and fascinating performer of all time. Yeah, a real nut. Humba, humba, humba. The evil Knievel. The story of a daredevil who wants to jump his motorcycle over the Grand Canyon. It's a wonder he's still alive. Humba, humba, humba. The evil Knievel. Last of the gladiators. Ride his bike into the air and over the fountains at Caesar's Palace, Las Vegas. You should only know what happened to him on the way down. The evil Knievel. Starring George Hamilton, Sue Lyon, and a great supporting cast. Yeah, with lots of plastic. Humba, humba, humba! See Evil Knievel, filmed in Metrocolor from the Fanfare Corporation, rated GP. You're a lot of noise. Go away, boy, you bother me. Austin Powers' Faja. His what? His Faja, Dr. Evil. His Verger? It's a Farger. Hishbasha. You know, the Fasha. Yeah, gold member, I don't speak freaky deaky Dutch. Okay, perv boy? Fasha, his dad. Dad is Fasha. Oh, his dad. Oh, his father. Yes, I have a Dutch accent. Isn't that weird? Schizoid is a motion picture of such biting, gnawing terror it claws at your brain. Schizoid, so mind-boggling the following warning has been posted in the theater. Schizoid is not recommended viewing for persons with schizophrenic tendencies. Schizoid, the loss of reality, a personality split in two. It's terrifying, Doctor. This long corridor and then thousands of bats attacking me. I run into a woman. A woman is there. And I just plunge a dagger into her heart. Tell me if you like me. Please, let it be a nightmare. Was it a dream, or was it real? Don't miss Schizoid, an American International Pictures release in color, rated R. Schizoid, it might even drive you out of your mind. I don't know how to tell you this, Cyrus, but we are three white guys short. Or as they say in Ebonics, we be fucked. The lights are low. The music is soft. 
The man is waiting. The woman is willing. It could be the start of a beautiful evening, or it could be Scorchy just doing her job. Connie Stevens is Scorchy. Police freeze! Don't anybody move a muscle! Also known as Federal Agent Jackie Parker. She does her best work undercover. I don't see why any cop wouldn't do the same. Connie Stevens is Scorchy, a liberated lady who can handle anything that rides, flies, or shoots. If she can't get you with her 38, she'll get you with her 36, 24, 36. She's killed a man, been shot at, and made love twice this evening. I'm only doing my job. And the evening is still young. Connie Stevens is scorchy. Oh, I bet she's pretty cute once you clean all the shit off her. Yeah, I bet she is. All right, and we're back, and it's time for our crisscross. Boobs and blood. Crisscross. Oh, my gosh. So what... Now... Last week, if you remember, we mistakenly watched uh, different movies for the first segment, and then we watched this, you know, the Genesis 2 for the second segment. So we thought, hey, this will be fun. We'll watch each other's movies for this week. So This is the first segment. Yes. Now, okay. last week, you watched Sorority House Massacre 2, and I watched Slumber Party Massacre 2. Right, right. So now, this week, you watched Slumber Party Massacre 2. Are you as, uh, like... You came in very enthused, and I was not enthused at all about my movie. How did you see Slumber Party Massacre 2? As a waste of boobs. As a waste of everything. The movie, I mean, the reason I want to see the movie is because of the Kimberly MacArthur, who was a Playboy Playmate, who I mm. really enjoyed. She doesn't even take her clothes off in this movie. Nothing, dude. This is a very odd movie. You don't know if this movie is... Uh, basically, Crystal Bernard, who's the star of this movie, is like in a band... And she's having all these weird dreams throughout the movie. Mm. And you don't know if she's in a mental institution or if she's, like, you know, at her, at her house. You don't know if she's dreaming the whole movie. Yeah. You know? So it's basically, like, her story where she's in a she's in a band and she likes this guy. And then they want to, like, they want to have this weekend getaway at this the kid's house whose parents aren't there. So she gets her mom to let her go after she, like, cries and whines and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Because you were supposed to go see your sister, who's in the mental hospital. Yeah. So you go, okay, so there's some mental thing going on here or whatever. So they go there, and then, you know, they have, you know, they play songs. They play, like, bangles, go-go style songs. And that's, and a, they, and that's their band is, like, that kind of plucky, And yeah, we are the 80s. And then she starts seeing all these weird visions of, like, you know, like a... She's got like a hand, like a, a hamburger with a hand in it and all these visions. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this, like... Guy who looks like a combination of Vinnie Barbarino and Dice. Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, with his like, cool guitar the with a drill. Guitar, yeah. He starts killing everybody. Now, and you're like, okay, so this guy is for real or he's not for real? That, now, remember last week I was like, there is no explanation. He's a dream, then yeah. he just ain't. And you're like, what in the hell's going on here? Yeah. Were you as confused as me? Um, were you, were totally. You're like, what totally. The hell? Like, he just shows up. You're like, wait, what? Wait, what? So basically, this guy goes on a rampage, kills almost everybody except for Crystal Bernard, and you think the uh, the girl Kimberly Carthur's dead, but when they pull her out of the, you know the, the they were they were running around in a in a house that was being built that was the last tense filled scene or after they killed everybody else, yeah. you think she's dead, and when they pull the sheets back, she also she's. She talks in the guy's voice or whatever because she they killed the guy they killed the bad guy I, right. forgot, I forgot how they did it she, oh she set him on fire that's right she set oh, him on fire right. so they kill him and then the other girl's like possessed and then all of a sudden Ooh. you see Christopher North's face he goes oh and then it cuts to 
she's in a mental institution, and you're going like, okay, so was this her dream? Yeah. I'm assuming this was her dream, and something happened to her in the first movie, which that's you never That's barely watched. even a freaking... Uh, you can't even really tell that it's a mental institution. It looks like an attic. It's a room. It, I'm, but I, she's like, she's wearing the... I, that's the, where yeah. you make the leap, but you're just like, wait, now, was that a... What, what Was she in the attic? What, what, what am I looking at here? You know, yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. <laughs> it was a very... It was a movie a movie in need of a plot. It was shitty. Know? It was boring and crap. It wasn't... Look, it was filmed nicely. There were actually people, a couple of people that could act in the movies. Dice Man. Christopher, Christopher Bernard went to have a career. She was in Wings, the yeah. NBC big hit show. She had a career. You know, but and the musical was, numbers. Remember well, the Well, it was the 80s, yeah. Oh, I know. oh my God. Well, so, you know, and I'm going I'm to sound chauvinistic when I say this, but not misogynistic. But, you know, it was directed and written by a woman, so, you know, whatever. As opposed to the other movie that we watched which is obviously written by a dude if you know what i mean so uh, so this movie is just kind of like if you saw it when you were a kid you probably loved it on cinemax or on hbo but if you go and watch it now see but they're kind of missing a lot and i don't think there's even enough for a kid to like there was no there was one small boob well they're the gore they have some impaling with the guitar yeah yes you know but it was kind of tame on both ends, and then there was no. St- it was a incomprehensible story set. It was really a, a mess, and I'm surprised because it it was shot competently, and the people were somewhat competent in it. You know, going they, like they I had mo- they put money into it. Yeah, yeah they, they put a few mo- bucks into it. You know. So I just screw that one up, but yeah. they did. So yeah, I agree with you. It's a it's a like snooze a four. fest, man. It's a, it's a, it, it was so boring it's, last. It's you know, it's just there. Well, that's you know? a, when you came in and you were like, "Oh, I love that movie. It was so great and boobs and everything like that." And I was looking at you like, "What the hell are you talking about, man?" I could barely stay awake during it. So that's no, I was talking about Sorority House Massacre, now, which delivers the goods. Yeah. Now I will say this: I made a tragic mistake. Uh-oh. Um. I watched our second movie first. Oh, okay. Now, which no, is basically no, the same movie. That's the problem. By the end of wa- I watched that and I was like, okay, whatever, you know. And then I watched the next day. I watched Sorority House Massacre. Massacre, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this is shot for shot. I was bored. It was the same exact movie. Like, it, it, it. There was even the same like shots and stunts. It was just one setting was a sorority house. One setting was a air quotes shop. And I was like, oh, I'm so tired of this. It's so... I mean, it was the same, same Here, thing. Here's like, what the thing is. This is this is like... Just, this wow. is this is. But to me, that cracked me up because it was like, oh, this is how these the Corman and these guys sneak one past you. They make a movie, Sorority House Massacre, which uh-huh. we talked about, which basically the girls in the sorority house, you know, they all come in. Within five minutes, they're all in their Nude, underwear. Taking showers, taking showers together, and, and you're great, like, wow. Obviously. Jim Minorsky knows how to make this movie. <laughs> and then within half an hour, they're all getting killed off by a hook hand guy, you yeah. know, whatever. And then at the end, you know, you have the, the twist ending. And then and they the have the Orville, goofy, the Orville, Orville catch him or whatever. He was kind of stupid and funny. He's yeah. he's like a takeoff of, like, Michael Myers guy, which they can't really kill him. You know what I yeah. mean? And also, the whole time, he's actually a hero. Yeah, but they he's can't a they weirdo, think he's a villain. Yeah. But he's, like, saving. He's trying to save them. So the whole time, this weird, oafish dude is actually the hero. So... I you know and it, like other than 
it was a fine move, like you're saying. Sorority House uh, Party it's, 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 Massacre it, was... It is what it is. It yeah. delivers the good. It delivers. Boob it's like, I'm coming asses. here, and I want a boob burger. You're going to get yeah. a boob burger boobs, right there. Tons of boobs. Tons of wet, ass shots. Wet t-shirts, and the, you know. And that was like, oh my God, I remember that from the 80s. Late 80s, early the 90s. The Scream Queen movies. That's well, what they were. And like, No, the lingerie. The lingerie, yeah. Like the, yeah, the right thongs and stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. very yeah. of that time. That Right after disco, the next like woman uh, fashion sense was shoulder pads and, th- and thongs. Like, and poofy and, hair yeah. and fake boobs. And fake, lots of them. Lots of big fake boobs. The and, 70s were yeah. not fake boobs. The no, 80s, fake yeah, boobs. Plastic tons. surgeons galore. Yep, and, and they wore the thongs that were just went right up the ass cracks. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, uh, you know, it was a, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> I didn't remember... They look. The girls looked a lot trashier than I remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, like in my brain, I remember them being <laughs> not as trashy. But, but I, you were a child. A child. Yeah. It was you know, and that's the thing. You're like, oh, now you look back. And you're like, okay, now I get it. Now you look like strippers. Yeah. 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 So. So. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so we what we talked. I yeah. talked about that one yesterday. I basically uh, gave you a synopsis. You want to hear the whole movie? Go listen to episode two sixteen or whatever. So then. Somebody was saying about, oh, you got to see, if you saw that one, you got to see Hard to Kill because it's the same characters of the Orville Ketchum. Yeah. And I'm like, because at the end of Sorority House, he lives after they do everything. He lives every, he, he always lives. Now, one thing I did do, because I watched Sorority House Party <laughs> Massacre 2 yeah. um, for, for this week. And, I, and yeah, the, it was, like we say, it was, it, was a, it was a better movie than Slumber Party Massacre yeah, 2. Yeah, so it was And a, um, a lot of nudity, a lot of very tight, girls bouncing around doing crazy stuff and murder um i watched i i didn't watch it but i scanned through sorority house party one massacre one different movie it was a different, different movie. everything okay, like it wasn't okay. even i don't even think it was the same guy making them like it was shot more like a psycho or well remember there isn't there a scene from the first one in this movie i think so yeah 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 where the but father kills the family or something but i don't think like because i just and like again i just scanned it i don't think that was in that movie at all like well, i think at, it was totally at some separate point in the future we'll watch it but not yeah. anytime soon well, i have it on my flash drive on the tv so anytime you well, whenever you want to do it yeah I, we'll take a break from yeah we're taking sorority it we're, house. we're definitely taking a break from not the, from boobs but from sorority house and slumber party i, yeah. I was sitting there like and i think i said i think next week i'm picking a comedy i'm kind of over the well, slasher these are kind of, like, the these are kind of comedies and, yeah. They really are comedies in a lot of ways. I mean, they're pretty stupid. And the guy even, yeah. the director shows up in Hard to Kill and he's directing the porn scene or whatever. Yeah. That's Wynorski, you know. So he so had to do crazy. like, a, and there's Corman in jokes inside the movie. Yeah. Like the girl's agent is Walter Paisley from Bucket of Blood. And there's a few things like that here yeah. and there. But, Winks um, and nods and stuff but like that. You know. Somebody said, oh, Hard to Kill. That's like, it's like the non-official sequel to this movie. No, no, Hard to Die. Hard to Die. Hard, Hard to, to Kill, kill a was a movie. Steven Seagal movie of the same year, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, just... <laughs> so, all right, we'll, we'll, Hard we're, to Die. We're going to take a trailer break, then we're going to come back and get into Hard the, to Die. The unofficial sequel. Oh, my God. It's exactly the same. Uh, uh, exactly just the longer. same. Just <laughs> longer. Oh, my God. Cable Guy! Ghetto Freaks explodes on the screen with excitement never before shown in a motion picture. Ghetto Freaks exposes the sensuous facts of taking over a white commune and turning the white chicks into soul sisters. Not me! I said no. She's my lady. Nobody touches her. What's the matter, man? You knew the rules when you joined this family. And the rules were real fine when you didn't have a chick of your own. But you took your share real good. 
Now your little pink lady's going to obey the rules. And you're going to watch. Ghetto Freaks is a motion picture that will make every part of you react with a new feeling. Groupies, long hairs, freaks, all living in one sole family and doing the bidding of a black leader. Nothing could stop these freaks from performing their weird initiation rituals night after night. Every new white convert wore an afro and obeyed the rules of the leader, and he showed them how to get their kicks where their cracker lovers left off. Ghetto Freaks is a film you can't afford to miss. Ghetto Freaks. So it was you. I was going to expose you. I know. So I choose to expose myself. Please, there are ladies present. He drives the most expensive car because second best never enters his mind. He'll bet $100,000 on the turn of a card because he don't believe in losing. And he's about to take on a small army with TNT. He means taint nothing to it. There's only one stud who could rip off New York, ruin Rome, and stay alive to run a number in Africa. That superfly dude is back, black and beautiful. He's twice as cool, twice as sly, twice as deadly in Superfly TNT. Ron O'Neill is Superfly TNT, a six-shore production from Paramount Pictures, rated R, under 17, not admitted without a parent. I told you she was a lesbian. Wow. Good call. We need to put an end to all this black-on-black -black crime. We need to call a truce. What about that time you shot Byron? Ain't that black-on-black -black crime? Yeah. No. Byron was light-skinned. This is Howard Scott on the scene for TV 12. We're at the Bougie Theater where it's been reported that a man has gone berserk while watching a double feature horror program. The police are trying to subdue the man now. In fact, here they come. What happened inside? Yeah, we got a 1040. So I'm berserk, Dad. If he just beat Uh, could you tell me what happened inside? Is this TV? Channel 12. The film frightened him that badly. Oh, yeah, it was a scary movie. Ah! I mean, he flipped out just when the girl took the axe and started to. Oh, Harry, it was when the guy took the razor and cut Uh, you, sir. Excuse me, what did you think of what happened inside? <laughs> sir, did, did you like the movie? <laughs> I'm gonna see it again. <laughs> I have here the little item passed out by the management to remind you that if you can't take frenzy of blood, that you better not come. A double explosion of bloody terror, blood-spattered bride, and I dismember mama. Rated R. I got robbed by a sweet old lady on a motorized cart. I didn't even see it. Come on. We're not going to do it now. <laughs> no, we're not. We're hey, going to be doing this movie, we're gonna Hard to this? Die. Right? Hard not to... hard to kill, but hard to die, yes. right? If you want Hard to Die, that's Steven Seagal being a big dick like he always is. Ah, uh, yeah. This is from 19... The same year. Made probably right after. <laughs> Two of the I same girls in it. I guarantee that Hard to Die was probably called Hard to Kill... Yeah. And it came out like a month or, or later, and they were like, "Oh, we gotta change the name because now Sikal came yeah, out." Yeah, you're probably right. And they were about like, that. "Okay, just call it Hard to Die and the Hell with It." You know? Yeah, yeah. Same year, same director, a couple of the same, same actresses, same plot, same Har Orville Ketchum guy. God, you know that two of the girls had the shittiest accents I've ever heard, and I'm like, "What?" No, are they're real Brit. No, I know they're 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 UK Brits. But they had a very strange accent. I've heard UK. Yeah, they're, I've heard, they're real Brit. These these were some odd sounding accents from these girls. Actually, I'm like, okay. the one, the main one, you know, the yeah. 
her name is the little tu- little toughy kind yeah, of yeah Robin Harris or Gary Harris she ended up becoming working for like Hustler Larry Flint and I read about her apparently she was co-creator of the magazine Barely Legal so yeah wow. great good for you huh made made yeah. millions off of that shit so oh yeah, yeah good dude. for her but she did what she was she did do like dirty stuff but not all the way dirty stuff but and yeah. there are pictures of her online but she ended up being an entrepreneur as they say so hey, made money, lots of money money but, money but early on she was a, a scream queen and she's in both of these movies yeah so. and there was that other girl was a very she was the tall small, girl no, Melissa well, the tall girl and then there was also that small girl that was really muscular yeah yeah um yeah. like with the red hair like yeah blonde De- debbie dare or something yeah like something that. like that so she was name, in both yeah. of them um yeah pretty interesting and then yeah i mean you know it's like this this was like in the 80s and early 90s the, like i said before the scream queen thing was big these a lot of these women melissa more few of the others i even had these little like digests that were like tributes to them or whatever they wow. they were all at the conventions you know for guys like fellow ray winorski were making movies with them that was a big deal man there was a scream queens magazine yeah you know and then of course this is carrying on a tradition this was big video and I don't know if these movies made it to the theaters. They might have, but on video, I mean, oh, yeah. all over the place. Well, and we talk about it all the time. Feeding the video market became yeah. business. That became a, a, a full-time, you know, search for whatever they can throw onto the shelves, you know, and that was yeah, such a big boom. Yeah, it was a great time. Man. Yeah, it was, it was like any POS that you could find. Didn't just matter. Put it out. Put any, it out. A lot. You know what happens when that when you know. When 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 situations like that happen, the all these rarities, or the, all the these rarities, and all these oddball things come to the you you find them because they need product to put on the shelves or show on Netflix streaming or whatever. So all these odd things show up. They unearth things, is what I'm trying to say. And then you see all this cool stuff. And then when the when the corporate you know mainstream bullshit takes over, then yeah. it gets lost again until a new format shows up and it all rises to the top yeah. you know? unfortunately youtube has kind of created a whole new youtube thing. youtube is yeah well they th- i mean but the youtube is kind of not movies it's all just like people being dumb well a lot of know. oddball things are showing up on youtube yeah, now that that's you might true. not have but now you know when on youtube you're not really making any money off mm-hmm. unless you get a lot of hits or something a lot of the uh a lot of the uh, uh educational stuff educational. from the 40s 50s out there that's just yeah, 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 yeah. That's but, its own brand of psychosis right there. But, but it, but it was, it was a great time, you know. And that's the thing. And I'm going to digress a little bit. Cause, Please do. Know, we're not going to fill 30 minutes with this movie. No, so. we're not going to because it's basically the same movie. You can talk now, about whatever you want cause, because because oh it's God. like when, 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 when format when new uh, technology shows up and all these things come out, they unearth all these movies and they come out. Now, there's always the problem of public domain versus copyright the reason why public domain is good is because if you don't have public domain companies own this stuff and they don't put it out right it's like if columbia owns all these crappy movies and they know they're not going to make any money off it they just buried in a vault and then they disappear and then they blow up in nitrate fires or whatever so when things lapse into into public domain then collectors grab it and collectors really love this stuff they as give it opposed a to the big corporations you know what i mean so that's why you need to have public domain i read somewhere where they're the congress our pals in congress you know they're trying to do uh, they're trying to do another uh copyright thing or whatever where they're i don't know if it's going to succeed or not but people are getting they're talking about congress hasn't done anything for 10 years it's 
Well, that's their pass. job. Their job is just to get reelected. Their job is just to sit on their dead asses and do zero work. But they're trying to do more copyright things. So basically, mm. the more the more you make it difficult, the more you let's say, okay, they pass a law that says any movie that's deemed public domain is not public domain from now on until somebody comes up and says, you know, I own it. So basically, you're just going to bury. A bunch of things. I'll just become an outlaw. It doesn't. Yeah, you basically you're just going to bury all this stuff. Nobody will be able to see it unless somebody puts it on YouTube or whatever, and you're going to get lost. That's why we had public domain in the first place. So right. these copyright laws, I believe, should only last maybe 40, 50 years. Well, Disney's pushing all that. Disney's created that. Yeah, Disney is the one that's well, created. Well, because that, they, yeah. yeah, they have to protect the mouse and. That's yeah, you gotta feed the rat. Yeah, so they're know? not, they're not, um, that's not gonna fall out. I, they said, oh, the last, because the last time they did this, they pushed it out further and they said, nope, now this is the last time, Disney. Yeah, yeah whatever. We'll yeah. just, we'll just get a different judge that ain't gonna say it next time, you know. But yeah, but, the, but that's how all these cool movies show up and, and new, you know, um, you know, technology because yeah. of public domain. It's like all these Roku channels that show all these oddball movies. Hey, great, bring out, bring more of them. I want to see this crap, you know, YouTube, whatever. I want to see this crap. If somebody comes up and claims it, great, but put it out. Put out a better copy of it. How about doing yeah. it, you know? But there's a lot of these things that are just a lot. The orf- it's called the, something, the law that they're trying to get together, something about the Orphaned Works Law or something like that. Look it mm. up and read about it. It's yeah. really interesting. Sounds interesting. I will have to read it because I, when I was doing the Dub420 project, I used to really read a lot, a lot, a lot about right, the, yeah. the public domain and the stuff to keep myself out of trouble. You know, because our show was, we took old movies and rescripted them. Um, so I was always very cautious about things. I was always making sure no one was going to come and sue me for this this little show I was doing. I love doing hey, it. Hey, um, um, the, the reason I wanted another reason I mentioned it was Destination Nightmare. Mm-hmm. One of the posts got ceased and desisted by somebody who claims to be a copyright owner of uh, of uh, artist's work. Really? Yeah. So I had to take down some stuff because I, it basically it was it was some work that was done by an artist. And it was copyright 1975. Apparently this. The no, artist passed. Still... The, the artist passed away, and he gave the rights to one guy, and then this guy took it over. And he's, he's using and now it for he's profit. Basically, he's selling and now, it. And now he's now. basically. But it's like it's like the 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 one problem that I have is like okay, fine, tech legally you own it, but if this person is dead for fifty years and he has no children, who's profiting off of this stuff? Whoever owns the right. I don't think it, they yeah. have any heirs or anything like that. And I can mm. understand you protecting your property. But you know the reality of it is really going to get you know hitting up ceasing desisting guys who are not even making a penny off this mm-hmm. work. If I don't, if basically on my blog, if I don't publish, if I don't like post this work, you didn't make a, you didn't make money. I, you're gonna, uh, you're never gonna see this stuff. Yeah, I'm keeping these people's names and stuff alive. Well, there was a well. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but that's it. There was a really good uh, uh, Japanese garage punk band yeah. site that I loved. It was great yeah. information, and not just not just that. It was always down to the mops and some of those ones from the 50s and 60s, the Japanese psych music, all that kind of stuff. And they he got in trouble and, and yanked it down. And I'm like, what happened? You know? And I wrote the guy, and he's like, well, got in trouble and I had to take everything down. Now he had the torrents that you could get the stuff with. Yeah. See, if they do that to me, I will. But I, I, I being the a hole that I am, I will restart under a different yeah, name. Because, but then that's the thing with that site, especially. Where am I going to get this stuff? They yeah. don't even sell this stuff anymore. You'll you never hear it. It'll I be buried, lost. Yeah, and I can't buy it. Any and half the time when I did find something I really dug on that site, I, if I could buy it, I did. 
you know, I, I'm not anti-artist, but my God, you got to use this for for your own, you know, get things out there. But now, now the tie-in with our next movie, Hard mm. to Kill, is, is apparently this was also a hard to find movie. It was yeah, released on yeah. DVD, but only for a little while. So you know, basically, you have to find these off of YouTube or torrents right. or whatever. You know, so it's basically like well. Even with stuff from the early 90s, it's getting, like, difficult sometimes to find it. Who's going to put this... You know, you put this stuff out. You know, this guy, whoever... Uh, what's his name? Warn- Wynorski. Wynorski. You know, uh, he... Corman owns Yeah, this. I was going to say, he does it, he puts it out. It it makes little to no money, or it, it breaks even, or it makes made, a couple it made bucks. It enough money to pick another movie. And who cares? No one, no one even remembers it. No one would remember it, you know, like you're saying... So this kind of thing would never get another release. No. Unless it was a Corman box set of 100 movies. The the only way these movies are going to get released is if, like, Corman decides to put on a Roku channel, like the the Corman channel. But I think he sold the rights to all this stuff to some other company. So who knows when this is ever going to come out. Like, the the Wizard Video's got a channel. Shout Factory's got a Roku channel. Did you know that um, Criterion has has an Amazon Prime channel? Yeah. For Mm -hmm. eight bucks a month. You're going to go for it? I, I, hmm. <laughs> you'd, have to look and, you'd have to look and see what's on there. They did like nine hundred over 900 movies. Uh, that might be worth a few months of checking that's, it out. My thought was, mm, maybe I could buy five months and watch the hell out of it. Mm, but it's, worth a, it's worth a shot. I don't know. Eh, anyway, let's get back to, you know, yes. now so, for something completely different. <laughs> now for something Hard to really die, like. the movie, which is basically like the same movie wow. as... Sorority House Massacre, but it's set in a bill. It's set in an office building where these like five girls or four girls. We're working at lingerie. We're part timers that are gonna do the, bookkeeping for a lingerie. Yeah, place. they're doing something inventory or something like that, basically. So they're they're inside a building now, and Orville mm-hmm. Ketchum is the janitor of the building. You know, it's exactly the same. You know, look, you know, did the you, whole thing. Did you see at the end credits it said, look for next uh, next Orville Ketchum in outer space? And I tried to look it up. I don't think that ever got It never got made. It, there was an interview uh, at some point where the guy had said um, that was like just a joke. Because I looked it up online to see if they made Orville Ketchum in space. Um, so go ahead. Yeah, so so he, <laughs> the guy from across the street from Sorority House Massacre party two whatever uh, he he's now he's the janitor and he's like oh he lived okay. at the end of the other movie. yeah he lived and the other movie like he got shot and burned and stabbed and choked he just never dies like he's like a terminator or like a J- like jason, jason Voorhees, or freddy you know. or whatever yeah. he just can't really be killed but therefore this movie is hard to die hard to die <laughs> and you're like wait okay um so he's just being him himself uh, just scaring everybody, looking creepy, staring into space, and yeah, staring or around. staring indiscriminately at parts or whatever. Being a giant oaf. So they know. meet. So the girls go in there, and one of them's got. Oh, I gotta be done by seven because I gotta meet with this great like agent or whatever. Yeah. And there's a sleazy guy who's running the office who hires them, and he's just having sex with somebody with, yeah. the, with the one brother British girl with the accent that you were kind of like you know questioning yeah, or whatever. She's chewing, she's chewing on something. Anyway, so then they go. Yeah, you gotta go and uh, I want you to do this job. You gotta go to the basement. You gotta pull all these boxes. You gotta go through blah blah blah. So yeah, okay. You know, fine. And then somehow or another I forgot because I watched this like three or four days ago. Somehow or another a package. They get a call and a package is arriving. Yeah, this is like a little 
plot cul-de-sac. Yeah, a lot of plot cul-de-sac, which is basically, but it's basically like what causes the. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is the. It does move the. And it was the, delivered there by mistake. Sure. Because, you know, one, two, three way, and then it was supposed to go to one, two, three circle or whatever it was. You know? And so they called the not the the, na- the place, and the guy who picks it up, Forrest J. Ackerman, is the guy who invented Famous Monsters magazine, the old man. <laughs> nice. That's that's Forrest Ackerman, who's a bunch of movies. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's I think it's some archaeology things that are supposed to come. What does it look like? And she's like, well, it's this little box with these little figures on the side or whatever. I think it's Egyptian and whatever. He was like, I wasn't expecting anything. And yeah, he goes, well, you know, don't open it. Just send it back. And so they had already opened it. Yeah. They already opened it and let out the... Totally just like a... The a, genie. A, yeah, the, it was totally just like a, a, a Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Open up the box and the thing kind of flies around, you know, and they're like, oh my god. So the evil spirit gets out, and then, of course, as all evil spirits are wont to do, they start... Possessing. Killing the girls off, little by little. Yeah, possessing and, a body and using it to kill others. And that's basically like what happened in the other movie. Now, you know, and this is the one thing... I'm okay with absurd, but this pushes absurdity <laughs> to the point of, what are you even talking about? Like... Somewhere in this script, they went. They were like, okay, we meet this girl who just got banged. He leaves and says, well, good luck, bye, I'm a yuppie from the 90s. He leaves the scene. They turn the page and they say, girls decide it's a good idea to take, take a shower. A shower. Yeah. What are you talking about? They're like, oh, I'm but here to, but I'm that here is to so do work. Like, but that is so like tongue-in-cheek. It's not even funny. It's, it's, a, it's pure tongue-in-cheek. It's, it's like, okay, what are we going to stick in the shower scene? Oh, let's just put it in here. Even though it makes absolutely no sense. It's a non-sequitur. And there's a there's a shower in the office. And everybody takes their takes a shower. Oh, yeah. They had to show boobs, so that's the only way they could do it. And then for the rest of the movie, they stay in their underwear. That's crazy. Pretty it, much. I, I was just sitting there like... Wow, that's as good as you can do, huh? Like, right, but it's total tongue and cheek. It's like it's like Austin Powers, dude. Well, everything is like you know. Well, they should have like everything least, is like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Here comes I, the shower scene. I, well, I would have been like, oh, we've carried all these dirty boxes from the from the cellar. Yeah. Now I'm all dirty. I'm gonna take a shower. That would have made more sense. It wouldn't it have, you but, know. But <laughs> but I guess the writer said, you know what? Let's get this out of the way quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. I guess. Who cares? They, yeah, after yeah, after they're tired from putting boxes. Hey, let's all take a group shower. Hour and would have actually yeah, worked, been but better. Yeah. would have been better, better plot device, <laughs> but okay, whatever. So yeah, then the rest of the movie they're killing the girls off yep. little by little. The blonde, the tall blonde gets it first, mm. you know. So they take a shower. Oh, I'm sorry, they take a shower. Then they decide to rather than put on the clothing, they're going to put on the the lingerie, the, the lingerie yeah. from the lingerie shop that Thanks, they're thankfully, working. Thankfully, thankfully yeah. they yep. thought yeah. that. Thankfully they wrote that into the script too, because if not, so they're riding up and down the elevator to go get food and go past yeah. uh, catch them. In 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 eighties slash nineties thong butted uh, might as well be nude lingerie. You know, Pretty like, much, oh, yeah. All right. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. And they're just waiting to be killed, <laughs> and you know, one of some of them are brave. Some one of them is really scared, you know. And then basically, like a couple of them get killed off, and it's down to the last three. And the one of the British girls. Decides that she's gonna kill Orville, I think, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. She just first she stabs him with a uh, thing that holds like the memos, uh, which that stayed in him. Yeah, the whole, the whole time. time right? was, yeah. I mean, they just glued it to the shirt. You could tell it wasn't like, anything. It was. And then, and then the other British girl, I forgot what she was. She she goes out and then she ends up getting possessed by 
the spirit in the elevator or whatever because she went out to look for him and then she went in the elevator and when she comes out she's like I'm uh, possessed or whatever mm-hmm. I'm going like oh okay so she's going to be the bad guy now and then all of a sudden these girls all of a sudden find guns in the yeah, office they, they go to a gun machine gun no they go to a gun store which is right next to the lingerie store oh that's right I forgot about it and you're it. like ah wait <laughs> what, is, what are you talking about? this is in an office building like so and then now they have these machine guns and oh boobs and blood and that's guns. The, I mean it was funny because she's shooting the machine gun and it, they zoom in on the boobs so you see Shaking, a machine gun yeah. and a boobs bloody there, boobs and a machine there gun. was it was fake machine gun fire there was no it, these weren't real guns at all you know yeah uh, and she, and and then one the one line she said she goes oh. My dad was a Marine. I can probably figure this out. I'm like, I don't think it's DNA. I don't think that's how that works. You have to know how to use a gun. Yeah, right. Or you don't know how to use a gun, you know. But it was... So you uh, get machine gun battles and Orville... Uh, get Orville Redenbacher, I always yeah. call him. Gets <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like shot full of bullets. And then he gets back up again. And then yeah. the one girl, the one British girl gets all shot up full of bullets. And then she gets back up she again. She keeps standing up... And we also forgot there's a subplot in both movies where a cop who should be Bruce Campbell is side he does look like Bruce sidekicked with he? some girl. Same ones in both. Same of them, ones in both movies. Uh, where he's I'm gonna get that catch him. He was really the partner of the murdering That's right, father. That's right. Because he's so incon. And he just yeah. So he shows up at like a strip club or the porn shoot. And ask a little bit of That's right. a little bit of exposition, it's a little bit of backstory. Formula. It's a hundred percent the same. One's a porn shoot, one's a strip club, and and then they're just like, oh, okay, well, what happened? I don't know. He saved me, and he's like, that can't be right. Catch him is the bad guy, <laughs> and, and he just he like he meanders in and out of scenes from time to time. Not really anything. Uh, no real reason for being there other than, huh? Yeah. And then, you know, so... Then they go... The, the, the two cops, after they they go... After they leave the porn scene... Hey, I'm hungry. Okay, let's go get some donuts or whatever. Yeah. Really yeah, what yeah, they Yeah, it's just nothing. They're yeah. Like, okay. And they're like... Yeah, you're right. Bruce Campbell should have played. I mean, he kind of looked like a... He tried. Man he Bruce wanted Campbell. to be Bruce Campbell. Yeah, so well, bad. you know. <laughs> who, who doesn't? But, yeah, you know. Uh, you know. But... So, anyway. So, there's a big gunfight at the end. And I think eventually they kill the possessed girl... Or whatever, and the only one that's left, like in the first movie, is the British girl. The yeah, she's British hiding girl. under the under like the, the the newspapers and garbage or something like that. Something like that, and then you know, and Orville ends up living at the end because he is, of course, hard to die. Yeah, then, hard to die. And then I I don't know how the the chronology goes. I don't know if Soror- Sorority House Massacre Three happened after this, but. Uh, if it is, at some point, I guess I will watch it. But I don't know if I'm going to inflict it upon you. I'm sure there's other worst movies that we can inflict upon each other. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a Sorority House Massacre three because everything is in threes. You know, oh, I mean, yeah, unless yeah, it's yeah. like Halloween, that's up to like 29, I think, or something like that. But uh, yeah, these movies are formulaic style of movies that were very popular in video stores in the 80s. They've they I never I never rented any of them back then because I was busy renting like. Euro horror or all gothic movies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. in retrospect now, since we do this show, and these movies are already like sad to say, almost like t- almost 30 years old, they're like they're they're worth revisiting just for the fact that they're going to take you back to uh, an olden time. You know what I mean? Crazy. So I'm I get a feeling that Sorority House Massacre, Slumber Party, ma- no Sorority House Massacre three. <laughs> 
was after this movie because these yeah. are both 1990. Same thing. It was probably 92 or something like 91. Yeah, and then after that they probably stopped. But, you know, Roger Corman always knows always knows when to like... <laughs> he knows when to cut it. When to cut uh, it off. And he just came up with another idea. You know, like I was sitting there and, and uh, at the end of this... at the end, Now I watched this one first and I was like, eh, okay. At the end or like maybe middle of the way through Slumber Park or Sorority House Massacre <laughs> yeah. 2... I was like, I know 14 or 15 year old Mar- uh, Mal would never understand this. I'm tired of seeing girls running around in negligee screaming and badly acting. Not I said, me, I, buddy. Said, I need a break from this three no, hours. Not me. Wow. I say, give me, give me, no, give I was, me. I was, I was burned out. I need I, more I, candy. I was like, I needed a break from. I want from, candy. And I was like, like that song. And I was also thinking, like, see, I didn't watch the two of them at the same no, time. I watched That's them back problem. to back, you know. And I was like, if this movie just would have had one actor, like one uh, one person as yeah. one actor, you're one, asking for two. You're asking for two. <laughs> a shepherd okay, for, now, the, for the hapless actresses that just boobed around the whole thing. Maybe John Carradine, but he had passed away by now. Maybe Cameron Mitchell, but he I don't know if she passed away or not. One old guy, one old actor. Maybe Aldo Ray or Ross Hagen. Hey, or, Peter Cushing. He's a he's a favorite of ours. Know, or you know somebody like that. You're right. If they would have had like an old school guy, maybe an he would, actor. He would have been. He would have been. But you know whatever. I guess maybe that would have ruined it. That would have cost too much money. It would have sure would have. You know, well, now, you want more than ten bucks and some Coke? We can't afford you. You know, Coca Cola. You mean? Sure. Any, right. Anyway, so besides the fact that you watched Hard to Die first and then you watch the other one right. second. And so you're kind of bored with the second one because you watch my son. Leaving that aside, if you watch both of them back to, if you watch both of them at different times, which one do you think is the better movie, Sorority House mm. or Hard to Die? No, it's a tough question. Sorority House. Me too. But the, the, the the other one, Hard to Die, it there was too much things that were like disjointed yeah. and implausible. You had that Chinese per, the Chinese food delivery. Yeah, they got burned up. Yeah. But like a sorority house is a familiar setting. It's we get it. They're trapped. Going up and down in an office building and pretending you're s- trapped and then there's a gun play- like there was so much that was like what the hell are you talking about, you know? So, you know, I just for for, for that part only I I would say, you know, the sorority uh house was way better, you know. Not way better, but but better. Better. So you what know. do you give them both, like sixes or fives or something? Oh. I'll give them both sixes, you know. I would give Sorority House Massacre, yeah, I'll give them a six. Um, Slumber Party Massacre, like I said, that's like a one or a two. That was a that was. I'll a, give it like a four. That was a terrible movie, and then uh, and then hard har- to die. Hard to die. Uh, just I'll have to go with like a four point five or a five. Let's say a five. Just go yeah, take time. it or leave it. Yeah, t- take it or leave it. Uh, not if you if you if you like the first one. If, you know. if you're going in it. To, for the cheese and the teas and the blood. Yeah. These two movies deliver. Slumber Party didn't deliver doesn't anything. deliver. Doesn't deliver. That was a, that was really like a, a. I didn't get it. I didn't I, like I, that was one of those that was so such a slog and so pointless and no nothing. You know and and I, I you, you know if you listen to the show long enough you know the worst thing you can do for my score is do nothing. Yeah, do something. And and they however did stupid, nothing. However stupid it could be, just <laughs> exactly. do something. Exactly. Even trauma films pie in the face. do something. You yeah. know, and that's I, I the loathsome trauma films. Even they do something usually. Where exactly. Sl- sl- you know, Slumber Party Massacre, I was like, well, this is just... Uh, well, you know, maybe you'll watch one as one of your, like, what did you watch this week movie? And maybe it'll be a way better movie. I don't know. And that's possibly... Maybe it was a good movie, and they were like, "Well, there's enough here to do a second one." And, and Queen somebody just bought it up and ran Corman with it. Corman you know? did. Concord is Corman. Mm. It's all Corman. 
he owns the he owns the genre. Usually, the thing is, usually he makes things that are that aren't like that. Right, by he, that like, point, at yeah. that point, he had his associates doing them, and he he knew the game. You know it was probably I mean? just at that point that was a, a line on he a knew ledger. The game, yeah. He's like, well, this is going to what's selling. It's going to cost us three hundred thousand. We're going to make six hundred thousand. Do it. It's going to be a piece of crap. We'll crash grab, and that's the end of it. You know. Right, we'll, well, so is there, this will go directly to video. I already that, have like exactly. x amount of that's buyers true. that are going to buy this. Wynorski, here's a hundred grand, or here's fifty grand. Go make this movie in three weeks. I need it by August. Where was Warnov? Yeah. Man. Yeah, that would have helped. Put her as the killer. Yeah, that would have been great. Oh my god. If, it would have been great if they were in a sorority house and she was like the sorority house mother. And she was like, basically like, hey, we got a movie right now. She's actually the sorority house mother, and the girls go in there, and she turns out to be the one that you think is killing them, but it's something else. We just came up with a movie right now. Boom. Any Any, any, any girls out there that want to make this movie, <laughs> write to our Facebook page. We got cameras. <laughs> You've gotten, you, you, we, we got the cameras. You bring the negligees. Let's do it. We got the plot. We already got the plot script. Mm. Hey, we'll wing it. I don't think we have the money to buy enough Coke for Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. for that. Coca-Cola. We have yeah. Coca-Cola. Oh, okay. we go to Sam's Club, and I'll just max <laughs> out a, my card or whatever. Let's get a case of Coca-Cola. And hey, Doc and Clown can make an appearance in it. They Doc sure, and Clown want to sure be in will. a Sorority House Massacre 8 with Doc and Clown. No, Sorority House Massacre 8, Clown College. That would be the name <laughs> of it. Clown College. There you go. <laughs> There you okay. go. We're coming it up as a the co- copyright <laughs> Morbius Enterprises Clown Shoes Productions, by the way. Yep. In case you get LLC, by the way, in case you get any ideas. Wow, you're getting all legal and I'm technical. I'm getting legal, man. Well, you know, you got it. You got it. Yeah, you do. All right, yeah. that's it for this week. Um, we're going to be back. I'm going to pick something funny next week. I, I, I'm going to go I'm on record. I'm going to pick something sad. Oh, we're going to get sad boo. and funny. Boo to you, sir. All right, my <laughs> name's Matt with me as always. Dr. Morbius. I'll see you next week with more shenanigans. Children laugh, 
It sure is. And you know, I never felt any more like laughing than I do right now. <laughs> 